requests. Welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast. This is an exclusive episode since the Miss Gate. <laughs> yeah, look, I was going to walk and then I was like, you know what? You know, being a working as a, as a, as a car cleaner in a, in one of those like ass end of a BWS probably isn't as good as working for one of the biggest pods in the world. <laughs> one of the biggest I mean, in, in the country. Well, yeah, that actually is true. Let's be honest. That's all I could do now. My, if I got booted from this, if you, if I was like... You, you get f- one of those jobs that only sex offenders can get. Yeah, <laughs> sex offender You know, job. fun fact, this yeah, is true. It's really true. Like, I've got to say for a second, thanks so much, guys. After you've been cancelled, this is the only way to create revenue. It was like what Slavoj Žižek was saying, where they were going, you're like one of the most popular intellectuals of your generation. And he was saying, yeah, but not amongst academics, you know. If I didn't have YouTube, then I'd be homeless. And Jesus. he already looks homeless anyway. He's halfway there. Yeah. I looked up a list of 50, like 50 most prominent philosophers. So not even intellectuals, a specific field of philosophers. Slavoj Žižek was number 50. And the funny what? thing is the top 49, besides like Chomsky, you don't even know who they are. <laughs> Doesn't that mean they're probably legit? No, they are. I don't like, think it I, is. Look, really? to be fair, I knew at least four or five of them, but I know I'm the only one who knows them. I tell you what, I'm starting to realize that all institutions suffer from whatever the group think is of the day. And I'm putting it all together. It's not just the press. It is academia. It is the arts. It's mm. always been like that, that if you are an artist that bucks the trend or if you're an academic that bucks the trend, you're going to be Slavoj Žižek, but the difference was YouTube did not exist in mm. Da Vinci's day. Mm. Well, well, Da Vinci's not a good example because he was actually loved by the elites, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Right? Oh, so let's not jump the gun. You never know. It might have been around then. We weren't there. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. But you've, you've, He's an old man. <laughs> but you know, like, uh, you've, you've heard Chomsky's take on this, right? If you think about it, a lot of these people who we think are great now weren't really considered to be great when they were living and doing their work. Right. Chomsky has this thing, well, there was always people there. That, that back in the day, there were intellectuals that were uh, that advocated for the state, and then there were intellectuals that were against the state. We had different names for them. The ones that were against the state, we now call them false prophets. And the, one, the ones that were with the state, we called them false prophets. And the ones that were against, they're known as prophets now. Mm. So basically the point huh. is, yes, while you're alive, life is shit. Everyone shuns you. But 200 years later, people recognize that you were the one that was actually smart because now history has basically come to a point where their predictions have come true. Is that what they're saying of today? way too r- Joe Rogany, but don't you think that YouTube has broken down that barrier? So it's not <laughs> 200 years anymore. It's like 200 fucking seconds. Depending on your internet upload. Damn, this podcast got a lot better. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look at it. One of the guys here is wearing a Deus Ex shirt. <laughs> it's the Joe Rogan podcast. And this? Another guy, look at that fucking shirt. <laughs> it's a standard Kmart Hawaiian shirt. Do you think that's the hand signal for this shirt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to work on American Chopper until it was cancelled. <laughs> what's your favorite? I used to love that show. Yeah. What's your favorite holiday destination? Ooh, look, it's a top up between Malaysia and Bali, but I gotta say Malaysia. <laughs> yes. Good um, choice. Good choice. Yeah. Uh, good surf. 
Some fucking scary jaguars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get over animals. <laughs> I know, I, I, I will pay that. Every time the Joe Rogan post was like, I'm gonna show you a, a fucking video of a hyena killing a zebra. I'm like, are we 10 years old here? Like, are they are National Geographic. They I don't are need interesting. To- Ugh, and look, so let's. I know we've just said get over animals, but this is our first segment for today. <laughs> the Flarge have caused several animals. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 fucking hypocrite over here. Get over animals. No, Donate but no, to animals. Look, the thing is, I'm a fan of animals. I'm just not that big of a fan of predatory animals. There's something yeah. about it that's just kind of dumb. Broy. It's broy. It's too broy. It's like unless an animal has fucking huge claws, it sucks. And it's actually, a fucking beater. And I actually, actually <laughs> nativist. Just because there's only nativist. marsupials nativist. over here, you're yeah. being nativist. That's racist. What about like all those Bengal tigers? You don't care about them? <laughs> no, I actually. Look, how about just, this? Okay, look, they're, they're evil. Who? Well, I, and don't you? Think they can that, be very. Don't you evil. think that like, you know? Do you like the uh, Lithgow humor? I love the Lithgow puma. Thank you. But it's a fucking endangered species. I'm pretty sure it's just a black cat. <laughs> but anyway. Let's not say things that we don't know anything about. That's true as why well. Do, yeah, why do Australians <laughs> hate predators so much? I think we had one and we killed it. The tiger, the Tasmanian t- tiger, whatever it was. That, well, that's we not straight up killed them in like three years. Would you say a dingo is a predator? then Ali has a conversation with me where I realized, damn. This guy, an immigrant. <laughs> I know what's coming next. The Tasmanian tiger. First of all, he mistook it for a Tasmanian devil, <laughs> which is only excusable when you're six years old. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah, the only predator? But I predator? suppose you are six years old. That's about as long yeah, as Yeah, that's been how here. long I've been. Well, slightly more than that. I think I'm a little slow. I've been here for like close to 10 years now. But, uh, but you, Jordan was like... Um, I kept mistaking the Tasmanian tiger for devil and Jordan was saying, no, no, there's still a few. I was like, man, your conspiracy theory is getting out of control. <laughs> oh They're God. dead. He's like, no, 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 there's a few in New South Wales. I was like, this <laughs> guy is He was talking about the yeah, Lithgow Puma. No, I was talking about Tasmanian tiger. You reckon they're still around? Yeah. Well, I don't well, know. I don't know. I just read one book from one guy that used to work in the national parks in Tasmania and he was saying that... That'd be amazing if they are, but yeah. He was... He's, Putting towards the argument that most scientists give about aliens that universe is too big. We don't know so probably. Okay. That's pretty much the thesis of his book. I don't know why I needed to write an entire book to say that. It was just a sentence. Yeah. But <laughs> he's saying that the terrain in Tasmania is so rugged that human beings find it really hard to traverse to go into the deep nether That's regions true. of Tasmania. And we're talking about hundreds of thousands of hectares. Yeah. So we can't discount this when people say, I saw a Tasmanian tiger. Yeah. I'm sure most of the, my nan reckons she saw one. Damn. And I think it's just the same thing. It's like, yeah, but you do realize they do look a lot like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and she was saying, no, it was a Tasmanian tiger because it had a big head. Yeah. Or it's a staffy. <laughs> did it have the stripes? They have stripes, Tasmanian tigers. Yeah, they do. But so do staffies. That's true. So I mean, they have been. They have been. For, even though there's like mass extinction, and I know all about this because I had a little excursion to the Australian Museum. Tune into our up late pod. Oh yeah, you got it. Tune into our up late to uh, hear all about it. No, you really need to sign up to our Art Lake pod because if you are craving new... Oh, chimpanzee that. Look at that. He's written it down from the Ricky Gervais podcast. We've just realised... I I don't know why it took us this long. 
basically uh, Carl Pilkington. Yeah. His thoughts, him writing a diary of his day-to-day experiences... I don't think Ali and I have ever laughed that hard. <laughs> well, absolutely. Because yeah, his the, observations, we'll give him a I, little teaser. The observations <laughs> are insanely funny. Like the one of the top observations from Miss Love going to Fairfield. Don't say the raciest one. Again, no, 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 not the raciest one, but it was, uh, Miss Love just written this in block points on his notes. The Ibises in this suburb have learned to fly. No, that, that's too, that's too developed. It was just Ibises here have learned to fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, it, it, it's kind of the ramblings of a madman. It, it, it is pretty funny. But but look, just so I can't wait. I thought that it would be really good if you went and tried to educate yourself and you well, just I did. down the... I did. And again... Did you educate yourself? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm, like, again, we're not going to delve into it because you want, you want the goods? Sign up on Patreon. It's totally worth it. But trust me, you do want the goods. Uh, but just to, just, uh, uh, you know... This is a little bit of what I've I've read in the news and a little bit of uh, what I learned there. Uh, species species um, extinction is like progressing at a rapid rate. Like they think that like a third of the world's world species will be gone in thirty years. Mm. Uh, terrifying stuff. But well, Gary Awesome reckons that's full of shit. Yeah, of course he does. But. Uh, <laughs> Well, there'll be new ones. What, Who what's do you his trust, so- cunt? What's his sources? Saw it on Sky News, dickhead. Uh, Didn't even see it on Sky News. I just pissed off at the environment for some reason. Yeah, so it's so, like the worst enemy to have. But but <laughs> on uh, uh, but uh, contrary, uh, you know, as well as that point, I was I was saying that like a lot of species are still being discovered now. There's a huge slew of species globally that like. Some that were thought to be extinct that have come back, quite a few actually that have that that, that they've reemerged. I can't think so of. So Gary Orson isn't wrong. Well, no, no, no. You can have. They're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> that was like, his argument. Well, no, but there's two. Uh, that doesn't mean that there's not a huge drop in numbers on uh, other species. But my point being is like it's cool to see that it's just like ah, the ring-tailed dodo has come back to Mississippi, and it's like that's cool. So all I'm saying is like Tasmanian tigers. I'm with Jordan. You never know. Yeah. I'm with, seriously though, it's like if there is a large, uh, you know, massive area of terrain that is unexplorable, there's no reason for people to go there. It's not insane. It's not insane. And also. And it's happening. It's happening every year. Tigers apparently were a very shy creature. And if you're in the middle of the bush, this is what he was saying. uh, Obviously, if you live in the wilderness, animals are aware of you kilometers before you could be aware of them. His main argument is that most of the time, if an, an, if an animal allows you to see it, it's because it's kind of just assessed that you're not a threat. Yeah. Very rarely will an animal just be so stupid that it won't get that you're there to kill it or whatever. And it can even pick up on your emotion. Mm. Yeah. But you, but you and don't you think that also the... If, if there was just a mass wiping out of Tasmania tigers, the ones that would have survived would have been the ones that were naturally shy. So you are breeding shy Tasmanian tigers if they still exist. Well, mm. that I second, you know, because when we went to Pakistan, do you remember how like every bird, every animal over there was just shit scared of humans? Mm. They, they've been, because humans are horrible, I think, in that part <laughs> of the world, in terms of treating animals. Yeah, they like, are, there's, yeah. 
Well, yeah, globally, yeah, really. Call, cancel yes. me if you must, but it is fucking true. They but in terms of their respect to Allah, they are second to none. That is, except for... Uh, <laughs> the yeah, right except thing to Afghanistan. Yeah, and, <laughs> <laughs> and all the other stands. Yeah. Yeah. Look, the more north you go, the more respectful it is. <laughs> and, and how good is this? The only... Actually, this, this takes us to the first thing. The, the floods are causing spiders to die and flee in droves. And spiders are the only kind of animal that Muslims cannot fuck with. Why? Why? Because they are holy. What? Because like, oh, do you, do you, do you want to know the actual story? So Please. Muhammad, when he was like, he was being persecuted in Mecca, so he had to go to a different city in Medina. And so these people were after him. This is what the text says. Like, so the people were after him, Back. chasing him to try to kill him. And he hides into a cave. Um, and in order, and God... So better than the Bible. God then sends a spider that makes a really quick web uh, on the entrance of the cave. So these guys on horses, they look at the cave like, oh, could he be inside? And the other guys, no, look at the spider web. It's clearly no one's gotten in there. All right, let's keep going. And since then, spiders are holy that you should not kill them. Whoa, that's some far-fetched shit. That's an episode of the 70s Spider-Man. Like that happens in an episode of Spider-Man in the cartoon. It's yeah, not far-fetched. You're triggering me. You're going to... Sorry. It's going to be very surprising for someone who thinks that the Tasmania might, tiger might still be exist, but we don't know. We, we weren't there. Yeah, true, <laughs> yeah, we, true, true. So coming back to the point, I am very personally offended about these spiders dying. So what can we do? What can we do? What can we well, do? And what spiders? Tell us about it. Because I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if you want to... Do you want to talk legs. about the donation or not? Yeah, of course. That's what I want everybody to be donating to Animal Rescue Collective. I just slapped down 10 grand. This man just gave 10 grand for that. <laughs> Thank and you. And I thought about giving money, but haven't yet. You know what? <laughs> I don't think anyone's expecting you to. <laughs> hey. But I do expect him to be thinking about it and then three years later... <laughs> I'll do it. ...just putting it on uh, Animal Rescue Collective's GoFundMe and then putting in the, uh, in the comments for the floods. Yeah, and at that point, it'll just be fires again. Like, yeah. it'll be fires, it'll be yeah. fires, and I'm yeah. just like, ah, and I'm just like, no, 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 this is for flood money. Just put that away for the next year. Yeah, and then you're sitting there mulling on it again, being like, hmm, should I give money to this while you're watching Cher melt in it? While <laughs> watching what? Cher melting in the fire. Do <laughs> <laughs> you believe in, ah! Yeah. Should I be helping Cher? <laughs> no, let's listen to that song again. <laughs> What do you? She's what I'll mainly remember is the music. <laughs> what, what do you think of the opinion, Jordan, that these floods are for a reason, and by saving these species, we're interfering with the natural order of life? <laughs> Have you seen that argument? No, what? I think I, I thought I just made it up, but I guess it's out there. <laughs> All right, that should say everything you need to know about it. Ali. Thinking of a joke mm. is some people's honest opinion. <laughs> is that Gary Does Awesome? Does anything else need to be said? Is that Gary Awesome's opinion? No, his opinion's even dumber. What is his? Only lefties just keep talking about koalas. But have you ever noticed they don't give a shit about the millions of cockroaches that died in the bushfires? I don't think many did. You think they, they're faster than the fire? No, I mean, like... Cockroaches as in native ones? Well, that and German, whatever. I don't think there's... <laughs> I don't know. No I don't think there's native... Right, no one gives a shit about cockroaches. We don't even know if they're native or but not. They're not. Like cockroaches are usually... Uh, the cockroaches you get in houses only live in houses. 
They don't live outside. Really? Yeah. Wait, no, they do. Uh, no, they don't. Is this still I, a- I walk down to Bronte and I see thousands. It's oh, that's so a, scary. That's you go there at 12 variety. at night. That's no, it's the German Wait, ones. Really? And they're fucking thousands of them. <laughs> are we still talking about hipsters as cockroaches, a euphemism, or these are actual cockroaches now? <laughs> well, they do only live in houses. They do fuck a lot. And they live in um, thousands. Okay, but like, and they do. But, live but, in but the bushfires. Okay, there's no fucking German cockroaches in the bush. Hang on. So, are you saying that not a single German cockroach died in the bushfires? Yes, <laughs> I'm putting it down right now. But some houses burned. Okay, fine. The ones in the Excluding houses. Excluding the ones from houses, you're saying no German. Yes, <laughs> it's a huge call. I'm calling it. <laughs> what? Because they you don't can't do this. They don't live in the bush. They don't. With German cockroaches specifically. Yes. All right, the audience is going to have to wait. Yeah, wait in. There's like there's I don't even know where my phone went. Right here. There's native. Uh, there's native, probably variety of native bugs and stuff that are similar. But like how Gary Olson's been like, you know, cage about cockroaches. It's like, look, unless you're talking about like those house cockroaches, they didn't die there. If you're talking about like centipedes and millipedes and all those there's kind of bush roaches. Is Aussie sure. roaches? I'm not talking about them. Vigor they died. Says Australia has native roaches. I'm not talking about we the know native. That, I'm not Vigor. talking. Give us some. I'm not talking Pony about the native for ones. Pony PM 2021 says Miss Love has it right. Yay! Damn, you learned a lot at the Australian Natural History <laughs> Museum. <laughs> I really did. Uh, but 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 my but but to go back to yeah, you can keep reading them. But like. To go, damn, to go back to Gary Olson's point, it's like, no one cares about the roaches. It's like, they definitely care about the native roaches. So that's bullshit, Mr. Awesome. <laughs> but how do you differentiate between native or... Actually, someone just read that and I read it out loud. Apparently, they're saying, broken hair says the native roaches fly. But so do Germans. Not all of them. The Luftwaffe is the agreement. They're not like ibises, Miss Love. No, <laughs> yes, they are actually. Just fly from room they to room. They are region. actually. They are fuck. Well, ibises obviously, you know, found out can all fly, but some don't fly. Some cockroaches don't fly. Well, here, here's another yeah, some fun breeds fact. of them. But yeah. if you're talking about those German cockroaches that you see in houses, those motherfuckers fly. No, I not all of them. Only I in, Bondi. in Bondi, and every second night, one flies into my eye while I'm sleeping. Oh, so that's a native one. Fuck. No, 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 it's not. But that's because for but some, I'm glad it's not a native. Dude, one. there are none of them on the North Shore. It- the first time I saw a flying cockroach was in the inner west, and I screamed like a small schoolgirl. And they're in As Bondi. You and they're in Bondi. They're not. They're not. Uh, there's a lot of them that don't do that. Well, what are the ones in North Shore? They don't fly. Are they big? Not really. Oh, they're kind of so those little teeny silver fish. No, so those like, are the German ones, probably. Yeah, the one they're not tiny, but they don't fly. Mind they balance fly. has another fact about then one female German cockroach can produce up to twenty thousand young annually. Yeah, I figured that out. I and live with them. Dongi is is making it clear that uh, our conversation is very roachist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> thank you for your. Input. It'll come to that soon, I tell you. Uh, but uh, well, yeah, but back to the point. Gary Orson. No, no, I'm still at that point. Can you actually debunk um, uh, Gary Orson's argument? Because I'd be falling flat. I'd be like, well, he's right. Certain certain animals get a lot of preference compared to others. Only from dumb people. A lot of preference. Like, I mean, the fact that everyone is. uh, Oh, everyone cares about the quality. It's the same. No, but this is the whole thing. Anyone that says that, I say, if you're preserving the habitats that koalas live in, you are stopping. The majority of spatial extinction. A lot of it is happening in gum forests. Very little of it's happening in rainforests because there's very little rainforest in Australia. The predominant forest here 
isn't Old necessarily growth. koala territory. Um, but like those habitats, a lot because koalas are in it, are very biodiverse rich. And so if you protect koalas, you protect... In- and also the other thing is they're integral to those ecosystems. Their shit recycles because the whole thing in, in, in those areas, there's very little nutrients. That's why gum leaves are fr- thriving. So, I don't know. That's my argument. No, it's no dude, no. It's, it's really interesting that you have a one-point agenda. Save koalas. Because no, you want to no, make no. it as simple as possible. You don't want to be sitting there. And, oh, well, sometimes I do say there's a thousand species going extinct. You go through all of those dude, ones. But biodiversity is the key. Bio. You do have to care about the cockroaches. You have to care about all of it. So, hence, donate for floods. Uh, go on Friendly Geordie's Facebook page, and there's a link over there. But before please you do, do that, please become a patron. <laughs> Don't do because that money is going to go to the animals, but the patron money comes it's going to, to Ali's these animals. Car. Yeah, yeah. Ali's <laughs> <laughs> car. Hey, it's eco-friendly. Whatever. Uh. Hey, yeah, and I will save many roaches by buying a hybrid. Because, no, but honestly, I will say this. I don't say it enough. Very proud of you guys because your donation saved millions of animals in the bushfires from starving so that they can drown now. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, you got to choose what you want. The post-apocalyptic era is scary. Fuck. It's either mass yeah. bushfires or drowning. It's really intense. It's horrible. Like every year it becomes like, this is a hundred year event. I'm like, bitch, it happened last year. I know. Yeah. And, I but know. it's scary. And dude, it's gone to a point where like, it's even my get... older brother was like, who, look, he doesn't deny climate change, but he's everything. But he is one of those that. people that thinks, I think that a potato is as sentient as a tiger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, even, but even he Elrond was saying, Hubbard vibes. Even he was saying yesterday that, this, this flood is pretty crazy. And I think there will be more next year and the year after. I was like, why? Why do you think that? I think climate change might be real, man. Like, it's happening, I think. Shit. <laughs> Finally. He the came voice we all need on this. <laughs> he came to the conclusion. <laughs> he came to the conclusion that I came to a few years ago. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, all right. Look, uh, before, uh, one more thing related to this. Um, Jordan, you do not know this because I know for the last five days you've been... Hanging out with Tony Robbins. Mr. Robbins. Which, I don't know how I'm awake at the moment. Which, which is insane. Yeah. Like the fact. I just got to say this. This is how much I love Tony Robbins. I did not know that this seminar was in EST. I thought it was EAST. <laughs> Can I also it? say classic Geordies? Yeah. Classic <sighs> Jimmy's. Like so good. It's like, I did what? Oh no. Now we gotta go on a cruise to Antarctica and it goes back to the other the other North Pole and dash it all over again. Yeah, I know. That's you, dude. And I, that's me it, too. Yeah. I'm, it wouldn't I'm, be surprising if either of us uh woke up and there was all these like drag queens around us saying like pack her up Ned yes. you're part of an Antarctic drag show Ow. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have, that would be what would happen to you and frankly me it as did well. it probably did yeah. but okay probably so this, is, this, did. this is this is the uh, news this is what's happening well you're aware that it's been raining for fucking four days but uh, the barely <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I really have just I really have to say this, this is how much I love Tony Robbins I will spend as much on uh, protecting animals from going extinct on that man, even though he's worth billions of dollars, uh, to be jet-lagged in my own house 
I didn't know that was possible, but I am waking up at 2 a.m. in the morning and then uh, confronted with a giant man that (laughs) informs us on the first day, guys, I might have to take some breaks because in my 30s, I talk so much that my esophagus wore out. The only reason I'm able to talk is because my voice box infused with another organ. So you're just hearing it rattle. (laughs) (laughs) And then he just proceeds for the next 16 hours... So is that as a 62-year-old man saying, everybody get up. You're not doing enough aerobics. The only way to learn about taxes is by doing a lot of star jumps. He's such a king. He's the greatest man of all time. That's actually funny. But look, I, I, I need... Okay, this I is can't a, get over it. I didn't I know. know it was possible to be jet-lagged in your own house. That's oh, so okay. satisfying, dude. This is okay, it's, <laughs> dude. You know what's even more satisfying? This legitimately happened. Sorry, we're gonna have to deviate because so when we were in Canberra, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for uh, for for some reason, for all of the venues, did you meet any fans, by the way? Yeah, yeah, we met cool. fans, but like uh, because of COVID, we couldn't meet all of them. But right, right. This, this is this, <laughs> there were no bathrooms near the green room. Every for some reason, before Jordan has to go. On the show, he need, he pisses like it's insane. So we would oh end no. up having to Bottle. fill up bottles, right? But no. Like, he, at one point, he's got a. He has the show is starting in like four minutes, right? He's like, I gotta pee, I gotta pee. We finished all the bottles because he's uh, like literally filled all of the available bottles. There's a Red Bull can. Oh, he's no. fucking pissing in the Red Bull no. can. He either misses or it overflows. And it's all over the floor and all over his pants and shirt. So he's literally covered <laughs> with piss. <laughs> and my shirt. And my shirt. And I had to go on in four minutes. And Ali was oh. laughing at me while I'm sitting there going, fuck, fuck. No. <laughs> Not only that, he gets so nervous that he takes fucking hand sanitizer and he starts spraying all over the place. Oh He's my like, yeah, this god! Is gonna beat the it's funnier than the show. The backstage is funnier than the show. It was. And so he's getting nervous, and I was like, "Look, no one needs to know the stain is piss. They'll just assume that you drop water on it or something." Did you tell him? You better have told him it was piss. No. <laughs> why would I tell them that? Because that's going to be the funniest and joke in the act. Why would you tell them that lie? <laughs> because I think... Dude, amazing. And you lie. you suck for not fucking opening with that. Guess what I'm covered in. It would have been the funniest but show the in the is, act. It happened over Call and over again. Call yourself a fucking comedian. I got to say, miss, I wish I was as punk as you. <laughs> that's insane. Just walking on stage and like, just like you to know, I pissed on myself. <laughs> Dude, if that... I'm not Gigi Allen. <laughs> yeah, clearly. And, I, and I'm really un, un, unimpressed. I'm impressed you pissed on yourself. But I the exact same venues that he would. Fuck, they are scummy. RSLs. <laughs> not even. Just a lot of... You would love them. A, a bunch of... The only ways to describe them is rock dance. <laughs> All these guitars flying in the air. I don't know. Look, I just the, feel like if, if Slash moved there, looked, walked in there... Yeah, yeah. Uh, gravity would stop working for him for a second. He'd be like, mm, float up to the ceiling and grab one. I'll extend an olive branch. The fact that you know who G.G. Allen is overrides the fact that you didn't open with a piss joke. Uh, and also, fine. look, super, superintendent <laughs> Almond says, Jordan, you should know we expect that of you. So. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's a, uh, that's just a plus. I wouldn't have been like, oh, Roach, what the hell? I would have just been like, that's why this cat's the, the, the comedian of our generation. Seriously. I would have just been like, 
See, better than me. I better person than me in every way. Look, I would have said that. You know what was now that I'm thinking about it, why I didn't start with that? Why? It wasn't that I pissed on myself. It was that I pissed on the floor. <laughs> so I'd have to say to so the good. venue owner, yeah, 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 sorry, I just had a bit of drip mist there. So are we good for October or what happened to the Geordies I grew up with that will do anything for and a while? Also, laugh, let's Geordies. be real, that wasn't the You're first right. time someone What's pissed going on, on that man. Floor? I don't need a Tony Robbins seminar. I just need to hang out with you. <laughs> you need me to piss on yourself. Make a big deal out of it. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be the opposite cinema tour. It's like, now, I want you to sit down and eat as many Doritos as you can. Unless <laughs> I can see a small slew of dust, like the dust storms in Australia a few years ago, you're not passing this course. Yes. <laughs> and instead of jumping, you're not napping enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like today. Now, make sure that you sleep. I've got a word for you, Jordan. I, not, I know you're not going to like it, but unless you want to, like, if, if you want to levitate to the next level of success, then you have to get your over, overcome your fear of it. One word, burrito. And you're just like, <laughs> no, you're like, your word, though. That's your safe word. Yeah, yeah it is my word. That's why I'm training yeah, him you. breaking me up into groups where I have to talk to a bunch of mums from Mexico and the U.S., about some women's gym. Well, that's part of it. For those of you and asking, cactus. Jordan is attending a Tony Robbins seminar virtually, and that's what we're talking about. But look, I don't know how I'm here. Yeah, it I is, don't know look, why I'm here is, anymore. It's too deep. <laughs> so now I'm gonna get you to even focus on something even more deep. Actually, it's not that deep. So the Warren, what's the Warren Gubba Dam? What's the pronunciation? No idea. The dam. The, the big. No, know. the biggest dam. Warren Gamba. Is, wait, 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 before we get into that, just just really quickly, I I, I can't let this go. Yeah, why didn't you pilot. tell him? What? To, to do the piss joke. Why weren't you like... Because I was just laughing. Yeah. I, I couldn't stop laughing. He was laughing. incapacitated. But see, yeah. that's the... Even that's... when we came back home and I was like, do, do you remember? I, just, I got incapacitated. But you, you didn't again. put two and two together. You're laughing your ass off. Maybe other people would laugh. No, I couldn't... I couldn't... I couldn't <sighs> this even... is why I have to go on tour with you from now on. Fuck. But dude, the fuck, the most fucked up thing happened for the last uh, tour. Yeah, expose <laughs> his, his fucking clicker wasn't working. So... I had to like be on the different end of the fucking venue and his clicker wasn't working because the techie table was just too far away from yeah. stage. And they were like, what did you do? Million. Dude, I had to sit there with the fucking keyboard, oh, time each and every one legend, of his jokes. Legend. And the thing was, he, you know what? He only screwed up about 5% of the slides. You're and amazing. most of them were because you had to go back and forward on the slide. Dude, yeah. good job. Other than that, he did, he got, I don't know, I'm guessing like, 585 out of 600 slides correct. And the thing was, he Dude, good Jordan, job. Jordan would do like this pointer thing to when to change the slide. But the problem was, he'd be doing his joke and then at the end of it, he would do that. But the thing is, his action of doing that, then it registering with me and then me changing the slide, the joke wouldn't work because the timing wasn't right. So you had to fucking <sighs> almost predict when he's about to do that to change the slide. Mm. Fuck. What, what show? It ended up working out. Like, it, it was a really good what show. What show was this? It was a really good show. Where was it? Uh, yeah, that was at that uh, the punk rock. rock uh, but what venue. suburb? I don't know, but I love that. Wait, was this just uh, now? Like, Conan. Oh, so this was just now? Yeah, like what the last show. Oh, shit, dude. I thought, damn, I thought, I thought this was like a year ago. That's... Well, Bell Colin, kind of no big loss there. Really. No, no, it was. It ended up being a really good show. But anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm coming. I'm going to coming back to this point. So the uh, the the dam overflowed, right? Because obviously the flood was just too insane for it. Right. So then Gladys and a lot of people that live, you know, the Penrith area. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of. Uh, it's a big it, valley. It's a big valley, right? So it got flooded because of the dam water. So then Gladys came out and started criticizing 
initially at least, the management of the dam, saying like you knew that these rains were coming, uh, weather predictions are, you know, almost sp- extremely accurate now. Why did you not let um, the keep the dam capacity at 25% so when the rains would come, we would not have all of these people flooded? The dam management are saying, first of all, you don't know anything about how this works. You do you realize getting rid of 75% off a dam water is a flood. It's like it's not only a flood. It's like in order to safely do that, it would take three hundred uh, days. And Whoa, so you're saying that shit. we start risking. And time. what if like the weather uh, report was kind of it? What if like it didn't work out? Then we would have most of Sydney, uh, in fact, all of Sydney and a fair bit of New South Wales with no water at all. Shit. So then, and then Gladys, I think she's retreated a bit back, but. Initially, she was getting a lot of flack for like, uh, you know, because the optics are pretty bad. They apparently spent like, I don't know, several hundred million dollars on that uh, Hawkesbury uh, bridge, which was supposed to be flood proof. Like they designed it to be flood proof. And that was the first thing that got flooded. <laughs> so Gladys Shit. was under fire and then she pinned it on dam and and the dam experts are like, you don't know a damn thing, Gladys. Damn. Anyway, that's what happened. Damn, damn, damn. And Gladys has been silent ever since. There you go. Well, that's. Can they like keep any of this? <laughs> I love that. That's like. That's a premier's tired job, isn't it? Whinging, talking about infrastructure until they get voted out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They've built a lot. They've built a lot of fucking apartments in Zetland. It's an infrastructure of type, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like corporate. Instead of giving people. I don't know, a nice vegetable korma curry. They're just giving them fairy floss. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's the fairy floss of infrastructure. Corporate handouts, right? This, sure. This apartment block probably is made of fairy floss. You reckon? Like, you could just yeah. punch that through. Yeah. They'd just be Hansel and Gretel in there, just being like, thank you. <laughs> I was getting closer you know where the German woods are. Ah, uh, well, and <laughs> while, while on that topic about premiers and infrastructure, Gladys oh. has been referred to ICAC. Once again. Really? Three times. Yeah, because, um, well, this is like legitimate stuff. So I they're can't saying that believe all of it. the things, uh, there were like several million dollars, close to like hundreds of millions of dollars funding that was approved by Gladys for the now disgraced MP, uh, you know, the oh, bad mate. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. This is McGuire. And, um, Lizzie. And, she, and she didn't have, um, she had like, she was in a relationship with him for four or five years or whatever, and she never declared the conflict of interest. So they've sent her back to ICAC. So it remains to be seen what happens after that. There is one good news. The good news is that I always told Jordan that I don't think Gladys is going to lose the elections because my mom, who is very apolitical, doesn't know shit about Australian politics, looked at Gladys and would say, I kind of like this lady. I think I, when, I, think I might vote for her. Yesterday, I sp- uh, I was, she was, Gladys was on and she was like, you know what, I changed my mind. I don't believe her anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe the tide is changing. Mm. Well, uh, apparently like ScoMo's dropped like 13 points in the polls of popularity or whatever. What? So that just means from 78 to 62. Something like that. I don't know. Something like that. No, yeah. I don't think it's, I think it's lower than that. I think it's I like think a much lower. 54%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think Still creaming fucking elbow. No, no, no. I wouldn't I wouldn't say creaming. They're not it's not creaming level. It's handsomely beating. 
No. It's getting close. It's getting close. The, it's the getting ball. neck and but neck. But my question is, Jordan, I don't know, because you've been following elections since the fucking, I don't know, whenever. Is it possible, has it ever happened that a party that is popular in the polls, but the preferred prime minister is not theirs, it's the opposite, and have ended up winning the elections? Almost always. Almost always the preferred PM is the PM. That's what I'm asking you. So almost always. So basically, unless Albo climbs ratings and actually ends up defeating Scomo in the polls, he's not going to win. No. I mean, everyone always says that Keating was really unpopular. He wasn't unpopular. Labour was unpopular. He was more popular than Howard. Why was Labour unpopular? Just been in for so long. and uh, well, The same thing as always. The press had turned against him. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I think Whitlam might have been more popular. Kevin Rudd was more popular than Howard. That's crazy. So like you that's almost so that's something that you really should be doing. Like you, you should have the preferred PM if you want to guarantee a win, because that's what happened. Yeah, it's probably last more important than opinion polls. No, that's not true. Uh, no, because every other election, again, Howard beat Keating, uh, Rudd beat Howard. No way. Sorry, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like yeah, preferred. Yeah. Sorry, Tony Abbott beat Kevin Rudd. I'm, I'm just delirious. I've, yeah, I've yeah, had two yeah. hours so, sleep in Tony, the last four days. Tony Abbott was not the preferred PM. No. Hey, Rudd was. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. So there is an exception. So there's hope. But means. what do you mean preferred PM? But like by, by just by personality? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh. And I think there was one brief period where the Telegraph did a really skewed poll and said, it's official. Tony Abbott is preferred PM <laughs> by a margin of error. One point. Oh really? And that was in the thick of their assault on Kevin Rudd. But by that, by that logic, then Albo will win it. No one likes Scomo right now. No, that's not true. But he's still the preferred PM. Says there's a lot more people that don't like him, but still right, majority okay, of the people okay. I think. Right. No, they don't. I don't think they like the Liberal Party. I think they prefer Scomo over Albo. That's the. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. No, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. I, yeah, yeah. No, that's not what I'm saying. Anyway, so I Get was. The, well, look. Well, yeah. it remains to be seen. Um, well, yeah. In yeah. other news, there are calls within New Zealand to label Australia as a rogue nation. Like in Star Wars. <laughs> like in pretty a, much. What the hell does a rogue relations? nation mean? Well, it basically means we that, are a rogue nation. Well, that's but not for the reasons that you might be thinking on. What the there, hell are you talking about? Well, you know how recently uh, I think it may have been Peter Dutton who um, deported a fifteen-year-old back to New Zealand, and we've been constantly deporting. We have this thing called the character test, and any permanent resident that ha- that might have been living here for I don't know fifteen years, twenty years, if they fail a character test, which could mean any kind of criminal history. You're sent back to New Zealand. Just New Zealand? Just Kiwis? Oh, well, yeah. A lot of them, a lot of Kiwis live here. So I think it impacts. <laughs> but they could technically do that with anyone. It doesn't get into news. New Zealand has like a... Since the population of Kiwis in Australia is large enough, it gets into the news more often. Um, but Jacinda Ardern is not a fan of this policy. Uh, and recently they deported a 15-year-old, by which by most international laws is completely illegal and against human rights. You cannot Hash deport minors <laughs> into a place that um, that they might not have any experience over, might not have any family, blah, 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 shit like that. And so New Zealand is like, Australia is a bad player in terms of climate change. Australia is clearly violating human rights. 
and not just in this case, like all the offshore detention center, Minus Island, Papua New, all of that stuff. Basically, Australia, they're saying, let's admit it. They're not a good international player right now. And, uh, and we need to make that clear in the international community that they are, according to them, we are a rogue nation now. What is the definition of a rogue nation? Well, a nation that is not working towards solidarity with other nations, but is a, a nation that is working towards... Is America anarchy. a rogue nation? Well, it's a matter of opinion, was right? Was under Trump, really. definitely. Right, yeah. The thing is, Australia won't be a rogue, would not, but, but if, like, if New North Korea is a known rogue nation. Right. What that means is uh, they have sanctions on them, so they can't sell their stuff. It's, it's actually really, really bad for a country to be considered a rogue nation because... Yeah, basically the, the it means that you're not going to be able to earn a lot of money because of it. But really, whether you're yeah, excluded from it, trade or something. Yeah, you can be excluded. Preconditions of free trade agreements are often that you're not. Is China a rogue nation? Well, look, unless your country is super <laughs> insignificant, you're not really a rogue nation because China. They're trying to make China into a rogue nation now, but China is too big to be actually considered a rogue nation. Because you need to have like the international community all together towards considering this one. Yeah, like yeah, Iran yeah. is considered a rogue nation, you know. So you really need to be isolated before it happens. Do you think that having that 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 law to just extradite people on the character is gonna it, it would would uh, reduce crime? Well, probably not. It remains to be seen. Really, it's, it's sort still of like, a like I we're gonna. I think like in about four or five years, we're gonna have like more um, data on how. Because if you think about it, this entire policy of, you know, haphazard deportations has only begun since, what, 2013, 2014? And, um, and initially it was very focused on all of the boat people. And uh, we've only very recently just started to... What we're doing is basically we're exporting our problem. So if we see a New Zealand person, Kiwi, commit some crime... We're hoping for. I didn't know Kiwis could commit crimes. Are you kidding? They're so like such chill people. They tend to be the. You, you know the. Uh, what are the two Maori gangs called again? Oh, true. The Maori. Yep, yep, yeah. yeah they're but, like, called, but, but to like, be fair, dude, it's I, not the Maoris that are really getting deported. It's mostly no, no, no. But like this yeah. is just a side point about New Zealand. You're talking about like the Mount Druid gang or something. That, that the rap group. <laughs> what one four? Yeah, one, four. Yeah, new entrance. No, new I can't entrance. remember what they're called. Maka Med. No, that's that's Chris Lilly. I can't remember. I, I don't. But the thing yeah. is, I was talking to a lawyer here whose uh, dad is a prominent judge in New Zealand. And she was saying that the legal system in New Zealand is so overwhelmed by these two factions of bikies that are fighting each other. In New Zealand? That he was saying that the... Or in Australia. The job in New Zealand. Right. The job of the legal system in New Zealand is to act as referees between these two. So they kind of have to make sure that they're getting like an even amount of quotas. Otherwise, they'll come in and be like, oh, what? So you're arresting all of these mucker mad boys, but you're not arresting any of these bra boys or whatever they are. Yeah. So just go like, yeah, you're right. You're right, Cooney. Uh, you're going to jail as well. What? Right, everything's fair now. Are you kidding? Because they don't want them coming together ever because if they did, the New Zealand military would be overridden. The old playbook, oh. divide and rule. Dude, that it's actually is pretty badass. That's Mad Max. I'm kind of no, in. it's not Mad Max. It's Warriors. It's the movie, the Warriors. K -K 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 
Whoa, but having, having said that, there Come is. Come out to play. <laughs> you guys want to miss Lowe's back? He's back. He's right here. To it play is purest form. This is like where Beast Wars came back. Sorry, God. No, I just want Great to add film. that there is no evidence to suggest <laughs> that people in New Zealand commit more crimes in Australia. I just want to put that War out. crimes. Not war crimes, more crimes Oh, in sorry, sorry. So the really? fact that we are... Yeah, I don't... Uh, there must be some evidence that one of us is committing more crimes. Well, there were bikie gangs in in, uh, in, in Australia. There are bikie gangs in Australia too. Bikie gangs? No, but I'm just wondering rough. statistically per capita... I have no idea. Committing more well, crimes. I'll be I'd Jamie, and why don't do you it. look at Love, make up. some sounds, and I'll quickly look this up. Can you, no, you do the you do the you do the bottles? I'm basing this purely off of nothing. The fact that all I know about uh, New Zealand is that your prime minister's teeth are too big for her head. <laughs> In the meantime, <laughs> give me your impersonation of that character. I'll do the I'll do the bottles. we come out to play. I'm a Can bad little boy. <laughs> Yo, Cyrus has got some stuff down. We can't be packing. No bopping when we get to the when we get to Manhattan. You know, the only takeaway that I have is the takeaway that I have about everything is pretty much the same as New Zealand. It is the Warriors because <laughs> the thing that I was most enraptured by in that film was Fuck, they all have bad teeth. <laughs> what, in the Warriors? I think just in the 70s, it must have been before they started putting fluoride in the water, and I thought, Alex Jones, is this the world that you want? Well, or these ratty little nubs? Probably wasn't fluoride. It was probably that, like, flossing wasn't a cultural phenomenon. You know what I mean? Flossing's not a cultural phenomenon with me. <laughs> it, it really should be, though. All right, we've got some results over here. It turns out that in terms of gun crime, New Zealand is much higher. But Sucked murder in. rates are much higher in uh, in in Australia, so that means I guess They're more people are actually getting killed over here. Rapes are uh, yeah, but is this per more capita or not? All per capita. Uh huh. Um. So we're worse when it comes to rape. Um. But there are more gun crimes over there. But I'm guessing that's because they just um, uh, their uh, their gun laws have recently changed, whereas ours were changed much Look, before. It's that. just in direct relation to. It's comparable either way is what I'm saying. So yeah, but it's no comparable into what the government has done about it. Here. Mm. No, you reckon? So it's just, it's such a good counter argument to, <laughs> I don't know, like libertarianism. Because if there's libertarianism, gun crime goes up as does rape and murders. But if you uh, invest in police instead of defunding them, and you hated Howard. <laughs> it's the one thing where everyone's like, ah, gun law. He banned the guns. This guy. Did you know he banned the Come here, come here. He banned the guns, mate. No, 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 no. Listen, mate. No, 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 no. You haven't heard yeah, the whole story. Just come closer. Just hey, as a Muslim, I'm not a fan of that. And I look, would need guns any moment. You never look, know. No one in this podcast is a fan. I'm <laughs> just saying what his record is. <laughs> I'm just telling you that, you know, Howard washing all be. Okay. Clearly. No, 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 no. I would really like <laughs> to live in a country where when our cricket team wins, you go outside and everyone's shooting AKs in the air. <laughs> Is that what happens in Pakistan? Yeah. Yes. And Don't, people die. Because the bullets time. just like, just fall you know, Someone down. will come down being like, ah, what a beautiful day in Karachi. <laughs> no. <laughs> Smoke as thick as the eye can see. <laughs> 
Jesus. I wish that was that happens. a joke. It's, it's no, that's brutal, dude. All right. In other news, so here's, here's a man got his head exploded by a random bullet. Have you seen? Have you seen the the next possibly the next North Korean leader? No. So wait, wait, wait. Basically, what? what's happening is what is Kim Jong Un no, dead? No, 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 he's not dead. <laughs> so what's happening is that Shit. people did not uh, the 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 lobby within North Korea that was against the U.S. was not happy with Kim Jong Un being too chummy with Donald Trump, and so there's they've they've put this forward this new face, which is this chick who is Kim Jong Un's sister. What? Dude, she looks menacing. Whoa. And she, Can she, you get a photo of her? She, yeah, yeah. I'll bring out a photo I would uh, like for to the see audience. That. Check out the photo too. But basically, she is just a fierce woman, and she just. <laughs> this is what she told um, uh, Joe Biden as soon as Joe Biden came in. She was like, uh, "She warned us not to cause a stink." Now that Joe Biden is there, what does that mean? It means like don't be a potty pooper. Essentially, she's she's basically tough eyeing Joe Biden. And she's saying, um, Jesus. That, how, uh, so, so Kim Jong Un is not to, uh, tough this, enough. This is the lady. Whoa, she's she Kim Jong Un's sister. Is that yeah, the? Yeah, that's Kim Jong Un's sister. She looks yeah, she like was fucking murderer. She <laughs> looks <laughs> insane. And the military, basically, they're saying that there were news reports recently that ooh, Kim Jong Un is feeling sick because he has too many chocolates and too much uh, liquor, and uh, maybe this lady is now going to be the supreme leader. So there, there is a huge effort. To get rid of Kim Jong Un and bring she in this like lady. She looks like a character from The Grudge, dude. Who, scary. Who's pushing for this? Generals, generals, and generals that are against um, normalizing relations with uh, North Korea because North Korea. So some generals are into it. Yeah, a lot of generals are really into it. It it really depends because the thing that happened with Kim Jong Un is that Kim Jong Un is being looked at as like kind of stupid because the U.S. under Trump said yes, we will start negotiations with North Korea. But the negotiations always started with so the negotiations about completely denuclearizing the Korean Peninsula, which is just a non-starter for North Koreans. So the North Koreans are like all these negotiations are bullshit because it's about how we are bad. The negotiations need to be give and take. The U.S. does not seem to be giving anything over here. We are too afraid to get rid of our nukes because we've seen what happened to Saddam. We've seen what happened to Gaddafi. We've seen what happened to most of the anyone that strong arms the U.S. and is not big enough to hold their own. They fucking come in and they change the regime. And the nuclear button is the only it's basically a suicidal mission. Like that's the only thing that keeps our um, regime intact. Mm. And Kim Jong Un was basically trying in a way to appease the U.S. getting rid of that one suicide option. And so we need to keep that suicide option to keep somewhat of a level playing field in any kind of negotiation. So the negotiation. Yeah, Why the fuck did he? What an idiot! <coughs> Why did he get rid of the? Nuke? Because I think he is. He's like a peace loving man. He he went to. He studied in Russia. He went. He's been overseas. He likes basketball. And he's like, uh, why can't we just have more Nike? <laughs> and this chick, I think she saw the opportunity, Jesus and she's just like, Christ. no, we're gonna we're gonna fucking piss on the ashes. She, she, Miss Love is right. She looks like a character from The Grudge. She is, v and she's being pitched as that, that she is fierce. What? Is I think that's the, uh, I think that's the journalist that's trying to take you down. <laughs> Damn. Look, yeah. I, it, it, is it possible to leave North Korea? 
like if you're like yes but like only with approval from the government you can't just like yeah leave because you want to is it is it still like, like you know you know what i hear as well what? you ready to step on another landmine boys no you don't want to well go on Should sorry we on? for those of you that are listening Panthera. her name is kim yo kim yo jong so you can look at look her up in she your looks own terrifying oh, sorry you were saying jordan yeah about people leaving uh north korea no one's doubting that it's bad in North Korea, but oh, no. But Panthera. I've been hearing a lot that a lot of these uh, claims about how bad it is are greatly exaggerated because they're looking for citizenship in pretty much South Korea just to put shit on the North Koreans, say, like, just ham it up heaps. And so they'll just be there and be like, my whole family. And it's not actually like What about that. the Vice documentary, man? What the fuck? So they just went in there and just like, Check out this hotel. Dude, there was nothing, there was no difference between the Vice documentary and me going to Turkmenistan. It's just that we use more upbeat music. <laughs> yeah. Like, like look, what the exactly. hell's happening? I'm just going around being like, there's no one at that fucking <laughs> casino. What the fuck? Panthera, Panthera, Panthera. Yeah, but like, look, I will, I will agree with you on the extent that, look, every, when you're trying to make any state look an evil regime, everything about that state becomes unbearable. Like before... When we wanted to get rid of uh, Colonel Gaddafi, you were saying how horrible Libya is. And to be honest, you go to Libya now and you ask each one of them, they're like, Gaddafi's regime was amazing. Comparably. Gaddafi's regime gave subsidies on electricity. It gave I don't even think it's comparatively. It's just, like, look, dictate, I've always said this, dictators are good when they're not in America's pocket. Usually they just have a lot of resources and it's that same thing. It's just like, look, one corrupt family is not as bad as hundreds of corrupt businesses hmm. they don't drain as many resources and so as a result they like you know how many fucking uh lamborghini speedboats do you need <laughs> i'm gonna say 600 and then after that you know what's 601 gonna do i mean it, look i got it in every shade of green <laughs> you, you can look at like russia's <laughs> example right russia went from like this centralized dictatorship and in the 90s, it went from that to basically a crude version of an oligarchy, which, to be fair, most countries are, including ours. It's Russia's oligarchy is more crude than ours, but we also live... So, so the, the point is, how much better is the oligarchic system in Russia compared to the centralized Bolshevik Soviet Union structure? It's I would say not that much of a difference. It was... Basically, it was so bad that they had to get someone like Putin to take them back to like a, a very Soviet style of governance minus all the communist rhetoric. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's not to discredit that at all because that's all very that's their fair points. But it is my job to point out the irony that none of us would have a job if that was the case. No, we would. We'd just be sitting there talking about how sick Putin is. That's I would probably be in jail Why? because I would because I would say something that is just be like. You didn't mention, you didn't, you said his shoes were white, but you didn't say they were very white. Life in prison for me. Yeah, but then he'd just be walking past the prisons one day and he'd be like, Berishnikov? He's Berishnikov. <laughs> this is my cousin. Don't put him in again. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> no, I'm just pointing out the irony that like in Turkmenistan, you can't really be a comedian, can't be a musician. That's but, but you know what? Like, it's not true. Be. Like I would, I would kind of like look. But you know what? Fuck those people. I, like I'm at the point now where look, I'm like, I I'll take be on complaining for the team Complaining about too. the government, I'd just be sitting there doing the other half of my job, which is you know like, 
What's up with Eschkebet? It's so clean, huh? It's sure. cleaner than my plates at home that I don't wish. <laughs> thank you, but thank you. I honestly think that's also a bit of like... <laughs> it's funny, actually. It's funny. <laughs> that's all, like, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, This is it's a bit of Western propaganda when, you know, that happens that, oh, we live in such freedom where we can, you know, criticize the government. And if you were in some other country, you would be jailed. It's true. In, if you say a certain things, you could be jailed. But what the difference is, our spectrum of debate might be slightly bigger than theirs, but we both live in restrictive spectrums yeah, of true. debate, right? That's true. And theirs, it's not that you can't criticize the government in these sorts of places. You can, because, you know, otherwise there would be any kind of changes in government. Like, you need every... You know what? Theirs is actually much more productive as well. well because that, you can't change is, the government. So you know what they criticize? Bureaucracies. They criticize they bureaucracies. They criticize like the train, the transit system. Well, to be Their honest, their spectrums like, yeah. are slightly different, but it is it is not it is not correct to say that by sheer by our existence automatically we would be in jail. Not true. I'm not saying that we would not be. You know what would be we would be doing? Like there are certain hot button issues even in Australia that we refrain from. That's going to happen over there too. The That's hot button true. issues might be different over there. And, then, and they might be more like, okay, you go to prison now instead yes, of Yes, and like yeah, if yeah. you criticize, and, and the repercussions could be serious in certain things. Over here, if you criticize, let's say the oligarchy too much, they get can cancel you. You're not going to have means of income. Over there, you might get poisoned. So that's... Mm. Those distinctions are there. I'm not denying it. Mm. But what I'm saying yeah, but is... But it's the, also the thing that everyone always says, of, oh, in China, you know, you, you if you criticize the government, you go to jail. That is exactly what the liberals are trying to do now to whistleblowers. There's three whistleblowers, Agent J, Agent K, uh, Agent J and Agent K. Sorry, I'm too deluded. What the hell are you talking about? Witness K and Witness J. Okay. But both of them are Mr. whistleblowers Thompson. of what happened in Afghanistan and both of them are getting arrested without committing any crimes. Really? Yeah. The same thing happens here. It's just Holy what Ali was saying. It's, okay, that's pretty, actually what George that's pretty mind -blowing. was saying about that's pretty mind-blowing. He was always saying that his satires, everyone started reading into it, and it was part of the propaganda model of the day that they were saying, this is about Soviet Russia, and he was saying, yeah, Animal Farm was. Big Brother, the whole point of Big Brother is all of these governments pretty much operate in the same way. And I'm saying that in Britain, it's really not that different. Mm. And you could argue, like I would argue that hmm. 1984 is more about capitalist countries than communist countries because communist countries control as well, but theirs is way more direct. It's like straight up, if you if you talk about this, we will poison you, we will kill you, we will put you into jail. The 1984 book about the Big Brother was way more complicated. It was like how you can mind control. And if you look Thought at the world control. around today it's prevalent more in capitalist countries. Like, mind control is more prevalent. In Soviet Union, or even in today's Russia, everyone knows what's up. Like, they, they there know are that these guys are fucking there, with yeah. us. Over here, we genuinely believe that our government is doing great work for us. So, I would argue that in 1984 way, is more true for us than them. Mm. Even though their control might be slightly more. Because it's more under a veil of uh, sort of... Because we justice, buy into it, we bought it, and truth, yeah. and we're like, "Yep, the ABC is." But don't you think? But doesn't that mean? You, but doesn't that mean you should be and skeptical even of have, the government? For fuck's sake, like it's called Big Brother in the in in the book, but here the ABC's name is Auntie. I didn't it's know that. Pretty close, Auntie Donna. <laughs> I didn't know it was Auntie. I didn't know it was. Wouldn't a that be amazing if the, the <laughs> fucking like? Hi, whatever his name is with the beard, oh, ends yeah. up becoming the next commissioner of the ABC. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, probably, he'd probably do a better, better bloody job. But don't you think? Uh, but isn't that? But but I thought you like really liked 
Would you say you, you, your psychology is trusting governments generally, or is it more the, the role no, of governments? No, my psychology is that look, every government. If you're over are here, you skeptical, are you skeptical? Are you skeptical of government, even though you realize they have a significant, huge role? Do you know what I mean? Is no, it no, natural no. to be skeptical? Yeah, I'm. I am skeptical of government. In this case, what I'm trying to say is that just this one thing that a lot of times every government, governments over here and governments in like Russia, China, in order to like convince you to follow their agenda, they like to make things simple. They like to paint pictures as no, I get good that. and bad, and usually the uh, the opposing side is bad. And when they say that they're bad, they almost project a lot of things that might not necessarily be accurate, or it needs more nuanced explanation to truly understand that. That does not work in our government's interest because why would they want you to sort of question all of that stuff? So we end up believing, uh, if I was in China, I'd be in jail. You think every no, Australian ever would be in jail just by being in China? Do you know? No, but I'm saying you and Alex Jones aren't so different. He all all he is is a skeptic that is that doesn't believe the rhetoric of the government, doesn't believe that it's a, you know, all like all all like powerful, uh, just uh, democracy. Like he's skeptical of that, and I'm like. Yeah, Mish, but like that's our entire thing. We are skeptical. Like, we, I'm saying it's a good we thing. We work for friendly Geordies, which is an entire no, brand made on. No, I'm saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying, isn't there a isn't there a no? I'm just trying to clarify because sometimes when you talk about your bloody like, you know, uh, communist utopias, it seems like even in a communist utopia, you have to be skeptical of the powers. I'll make one thing clear, and I want to make like I want to bring this out. The f when I talk about like communism, I'm a communist. It's kind of a joke now. I'm not actually one anymore. At one point, I genuinely was. Like, I genuinely wanted to bring a revolution. But like, you know, you sort of evolve. I'm almost thirty years old, and if someone told me that you want yeah, like a communist now a shirt business, yeah, now, That's I successful. A, now I have a shirt business. You should be a capitalist. But, really. but what I'm saying is like, but some of those. But I learned a lot from my communist phase, and some of those ideals stick. So when if someone like this argument of like, oh, you criticize. Uh, the government that means you want a communist utopia not really actually I'm not I would that. be the first to say that that like the 20th century communist utopia is worse than the reality we're living in now but that does not make the reality that we're in today no 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 perfect All right. here's the thing don't you yeah, think that it might not actually be that different uh, if the government was a communist government in Australia the problem with the mean? problem with communism for me isn't necessarily uh, that I think the, the some of the economic principles are flawed. So there's a structural problem over there. So I'm not necessarily saying that a, a particular set of a communist government wouldn't be able to perform better than. Yeah, but uh, as you're saying, Australia. Putin pretty much just installed a very similar bureaucracy. There was no problem with the bureaucracy because what people but people don't realize is that they always say, "Oh, Putin is a dictator." Name me one time when Russia did not have a dictator. Mm. Like you are, you are talking about this mythical place where you know uh, Russia. Russia is democratic, bum, bum, so, bum, bum, so bum. they always had a dictator. And let's be real, <laughs> they will have a dictatorship. That's how every country has different culture, and their political structures are based on that culture. So, the dictator aspect of it isn't necessarily bad. And they did move back to like a communist understanding of how bureaucracy works. That wasn't wrong. I'm talking about the actual Marxist, some of the Marxist principles of how economies can grow was perhaps wrong. So you look at China today, China hasn't changed any of the stuff that they did in their communist period. But what they did was they revised the principles of the economics that the Marxist system was based on. 
So if someone tries to bring those exact same models today and be like, okay, we just didn't do it right then, and now we can do it well, I'm highly skeptical of that. There was a pro- there was a problem with the theory itself. Dude, not my, necessarily oh, no, no, but what I'm saying, I'm saying, look, what Russia had running against it is it had a superpower that was a lot richer and more powerful than it was throughout the entire Cold War that was constantly choking it economically. And it also had the fact that it's it's Russia, it's not America. So you basically just leave your... I don't know. If your entire country is a freezer, it'd be mad when you want snow pops. But other than that, it's not <laughs> really like the best, most bountiful country. So I'm saying if there was a Soviet-style government in Australia, I don't know if it would be that different to what it is now. In fact, I probably would imagine that we would be a lot richer than we are now. Dude, um, my, my question... Uh, that my remains to be seen. But I would say one thing, and I'm not advocating this in any which way, but I think... Australian, uh, Australia can work in a dictatorship. There are certain countries that wouldn't be able to work in a dictatorship. So, for example, like places Pakistan. like India, Pakistan, they, they're just too diverse. Like you cannot get a single clan or a single individual to be able to command so much power without individual rebellions because it's just too fucking diverse. Maybe a thousand years from now. Like maybe if you have a strategy like China, which is just like ignoring the differences, just making everyone Han, through whatever, like in certain cases, even genocide. Australia is largely homogenous, which is why we c- a dictatorship could work over here. But I'll, I'll step back one second. It's like, I do not want that. I don't think that's a, the best way to run your country. Well, that's why we have differences of opinion. <laughs> that's fine. Dude, but my question was just how healthy is it? How, how, how skeptical should you be of governments? That's my question. That's well, all I'm very, asking. All the time. You should be skeptical where, again, as someone that just criticized Marx, as Marx shit. It's question healthy to be skeptical. Everything. It's healthy to ponder, uh, to, yeah, to, to be skeptical, to ask questions, to to explore ideas. Conspiracies in there, I mean, they can be dangerous, especially in the net, but like conspiracies at their heart are creative uh, exploration of alternative ideas. Surely, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. So that's all. Oh, that's all I'm asking. I'm just asking. Like, all, all I'm asking. Yeah, that's all I was asking. Like, it, like, I'm just saying. You have a lot of similarities to character. You know, we all do. To like, I'm glad you agree with that because I would have. You know, you're not that different to me, or Alex Jones. <laughs> no, I, I genuinely dig democracy. Like, I am. I I'm Jordan. J- and, and I do sometimes question it because I'm clearly on the losing path. If you look around those democracies, uh, they're slow. And they're slow they're and they're, they're actually losing. Yeah. And if you look around, well, like, slow. I mean, if you look around some of the authoritarian <laughs> systems in the world today, they seem to be progressing. Did you? Hey, you know what, actually? Sorry, because everyone's going to hate this. They hate it when we talk about this. But nuclear if you power. you see a better version of our argument, you should watch Bill Maher's. Second newest. New I was just gonna say that. I was Which just was like gonna say that. That's pretty much our argument, except for yeah. he's just the thing I hate about fucking the internet is you just have to sit there and say everything sucks, nothing's mad. As soon as you say something's good, everyone goes nuts. Yeah. Do yeah. they? Huh? Do they? Yeah. What? So if you, you can't want to ever give anything props unless it's uh, an age celebrity that has turned into a meme, and then so you can, no, you no, can no. be nice to them for about three. Only months. politics. Huh? Only with politics. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about politics. Yeah. So you could never say this system's better. 
Yeah. yeah. You can't say that. Everyone just goes, yeah, but what about? Have you, have you seen no, his, have you seen a, it though? A better way to fr- yeah, I have. It's, I have. it is fucking. Dude, I, I live point. and breathe that. <laughs> yeah. rule I'm that. a big fan now, by the way. Yeah. It just took me like 10 years, but I'm a big fan. It's not, it's not <laughs> what, maybe, maybe a better way to phrase it. It's not that the system is better, but it's more effective. Currently, that system is producing better results than our system is. So but that is better. Way better, and that is true. That's a that's a tough pill to swallow, but that doesn't mean you copy a different system. Why not? That's again <laughs> a big pro- because every system needs factors. to be needs to be based on local cultural beliefs. Because if you try to install a completely alien system that might be effective in another country, it would not work in your country. They're even more every, homogenous like than us. The cu- Chinese culture is different to ours. They genuinely do not mind being. Like for example, like their, their, the popularity of the communist government in China super high. is insane. Yeah, because they, culturally they they don't mind being you know Jordan belongs there. You should really be there. Like they're, 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 their culture is like if like some government official comes out and he's like sorry and he's like uniform and just like yeah and then like you know you're eating a pop tart but you've eaten too much and she goes Whoosh, and like whacks you on the back and they're just sort of like. I deserve that and walk around. Like, that's your paradise. I, I do. I, I really like when someone's just strict around and like when there's like whiny little brats, mm. they get punished for being whiny brats. But mm. I can assure you, misloves of this country will not be okay with <laughs> they go, and, and this is We've said people. this a million times before though, but <laughs> no one would have thrived more uh, uh, behind the Iron Curtain in this podcast than mislove. <laughs> My, my, you would have been fucking mad as well because you can just put your head down and be like, okay, I'm in this environment now, so um, I'll just fill out this form that's completely meaningless and I'll do that until I retire. I think like, I'd be good for a while, but then by the end I'd be like, hey, I want to listen to a Jimi Hendrix record. And they'd be like, that's it, life in prison. And I'd, then it wouldn't be so great. But that's not what happened in... See, this is the whole thing. You hate Tito, but Tito created the ideal paradise for Croatians. But siphoning their tax dollars and like putting like Serbian bureaucratic control on all their resources. Yes. <laughs> because this is, I was just sitting there, your dad describing growing up under Tito's Croatia. Yeah. And he was. It's, this happened, dad came Isn't yeah. this amazing? He was saying that. It was very silly. I had to get up at 6 a.m. It was, I felt very tired. I had to go to work. So I was like, why can't we go to work at 9? Like they do in, uh, in, the U- in, in the U.S., Australia. Maybe have some triple M's on the radio so you can listen to you two on the way. So you go in there and then everybody is asleep. They sleep until maybe 10, 11. But I kept to work. And then one day... One of the men, he was in charge of building a sewer system or something, and he, he really messed it up. He really he destroyed the town by how bad it was. And so I was yelling at him, what the fuck? What is wrong with you, Bilof? What the fuck you do? And then my boss come up to me and say, hey, leave Bilof alone. He's sleeping. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> As that. if you wouldn't have thrived there. I would have. You I are probably. Homer Simpson. All he does is sleep at the behind the fucking buttons. <laughs> You would have fucking loved that place. And then they were just like, yeah. uh, the only thing you would have hated is getting up. But then you would just be like, man, I want to be at work. I want to be at work. <laughs> Go back to sleep again. Look, this is what the trajectory would have been. I would have cruised through life and I'd probably hit like 
40 and have some midlife crisis about being like, no, I need the, 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 the like hard self-help neo, you know, neo-capitalist, like, uh, like free market kick up my ass. Cause, cause it inspires me to do things. And that's how I actually get things done. And then I'd probably do that for a while and be like, nah, I like sleeping more and then go back to it. Or yes, that's the trajectory. Or I would just be like, no, you to rock out. These people, even as much as I like sleeping, gonna sleep slightly less. And that's why the system's broken. Cause I should be moved up because I'm sleeping slightly less. That'll probably happen. No, but it wouldn't actually. I'd enjoy dad, most of it though. Your dad used to go there, work from six till two PM, go home and do his art for like eight hours, and he was like, It was a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. Yeah. I had a job where no one gave a fuck if I did the job or not, and then I just played around with art. It was a hell. <laughs> I think that's pretty much Dole. That's what Dole's like, right? I Just think living off of the government. It is like that, but it, uh, you, you, that's not really. He at those point at that point he had like dreams of being like a really successful uh, architect, and that environment was not good for that. You know what's amazing? He is the main character of Iron Rand's Fountainhead. What the hell's that? It's like the literature of, uh, you know, libertarian in the US. It's this oh. fictitious novel writer from Russia. I should read it. Wait, just wasn't it? What, I think it was the other book that you're referring to. Anne no, Rand Atlas Shrugged. Atlas I don't Shrugged. know what that's about, but Fountainhead is about an architect that lives in a Soviet oh, okay. country. Dude, that's <laughs> is it really? Yes. That's basically the same book as Atlas Shrugged, because Atlas Shrugged was that. It's my that dad's like life. Every... Uh, executive just boycotts and says, all right, you want to do it with others? You do it. And then the entire system but collapses. See, this is so pathetic because yes, he's an artist and I do, I guess, empathize with the fact that he didn't get to make nice buildings, but come on. How much better is it that there is a government sitting there instead of people being like, I just want to put a yellow stripe down this building because it's kooky and I like Andy Warhol. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll be $6 million, you know? <laughs> You can still like, do Instead that. of doing that yeah, shit, yeah. how much better is it that the government's like, no, these people need a sewer. You're building a fucking sewer. And they're like, ah, all right. I'll give you this. There's positives and negatives. If you're, if you're Tony Robbins, it's fucking negative. If you're 95 or 90% and he of- was Croatian. Holy shit. But if you're- Tony Robbins yes, there. That would be- Some cabbie. Yeah, that would, yeah, he'd be a cabbie. He, he'd be poor. Maybe not poor, but he oh, wouldn't oh, be doing well. What do you think of this argument? But, that but wait, 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 you just, should work for the ninety-five percent rather than the five. Well, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say the ninety percent uh, would be taken care of, and that's why everyone says that communism is the moral, Marxism is the moral imperative. It's the right, the moral thing to do. I'm not disagreeing with that necessarily on a, like a basic level. Like, yeah, I think if America is the alternative, it's brutal. No healthcare, like dilapidated buildings, like. The 1%, like horrible, like brutal living conditions. If there's two sides to that story. And like, I think the middle ground is the best. I think like some form of- Every man. And I bet you everyone listening to this is like, yeah. Yeah, some kind of- Yeah, but everyone always says that. But I'm saying that the middle ground is China. (laughs) China did create the middle ground. I'm kind of moving more and more towards Authoritarianism mixed with uh, you can't gamble, that kind of shit. In a weird way, I'm kind of moving more and more towards that thought because I see how slow- and bureaucratic and uh, our societies and also how like the media just run everything and just dictate the culture and it's just manufacturing consent and it's just like these sort of like is this is this a controversial statement so so i i understand yeah i'm moving towards that more and more because at least at least things get fucking done but is is this a controversial statement the monopoly of governance 
should remain with the government. That is not the case in As Australia. Yeah, dude, yeah. I honestly think that that's the best outcome. I think it's better than oil companies and oil coal companies, running the show. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I agree with that. I think that like- But you I, know what though? I hope it doesn't get too far though, because I don't want, I, I, I worry that they then, then that'll turn into like Mao. But I there's no say, Mao in China right now. Dude, by the way, I've been reading Mao's book. It's fucking funny. Because <laughs> like you think it's like Mao Selected Works, volume one. And, I, and I'm not even kidding. Like most of that book is- uh, Chiang Kai-shek sucks balls and how much I am better than that <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Fuck. So it's basically Kevin Rudd's the PM. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It hey, is. what's the difference? Hey? Do you want to add, <laughs> do you wanna add the last bit? Because we're out of time. What? Do you want to add anything else? We're out of time. Well, I don't know. I was just about to say that maybe it's the three days of Tony Robbins brainwashing. But does really inspire you to realize what the human spirit is possible, like is capable of doing. Mm. If there is any argument as to why the US is a good system, it's a Tony Robbins five-day seminar of yeah. business management. That's right, though. Because but, but that's my point. It's the, like the man is so impressive. And you just you kind of do realize that if human beings are allowed to do whatever the fuck they like, you will get a few Tony Robbinses. And I don't know, that, I, I do think that actually the more and more I look at society, the more I realise, like, I, I think Jordan Peterson actually does have the ultimate point, which is just like, if everyone wasn't such a shit cunt, society would be pretty fucking good. I think, <laughs> I think it's a... I think and, it, don't you think that that's And on true? that note, do not be a shit cunt. Become a patron. Yeah, so you can hear Miss Love's Literal haphazard fucking can I, mad can I have a f- And once again, if you want to start- As if you a, didn't get enough for free. If you yeah. want to start a fundraiser for my car, like I said, I am not opposed to that idea. Can Make I, sure you can give generously to that, as generously as you give to Ark, but then chuck a couple more box, bucks at Ali's um, uh, Tesla because they do cost more than hay. <laughs> can I- Can I, I have, just become a patron. Can I have the final thought even though Jordan should have it? Because I, I just have a good way yeah, of putting it. Do it, do it. Clearly, uh, firing you, you deserve dude, it. Dude- Personal responsibility uh, is imperative, as is government responsibility. Just a mix. I swear that's why is that such a controversial statement? But I that's hate it. that when people come onto my self help channel and yell at me about that. It's like, dude, go back to Reddit. Yeah, like, this that's the way forward in life. Tony Robbins, like, we'd you like have to give a bit in the government in terms of just getting over your fucking ego because the whole thing is I just don't. I'm nowhere near as motivated as Tony Robbins. Again, 62-year-old man, uh, esophagus melted when he was 30, getting up while doing aerobics, just being like, okay, now, this is what you need to know about tax minimization. Like, it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> that is what the human spirit is capable Dude, how about, of. That's what I'm do, don't you think the maddest cabinet... Like, this, do you think this would be the perfect cabinet it, like in the world? Or let's just say an example of America. Bernie Sanders, president, vice president, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah. I do think that that'd be the perfect world. Because it's government responsibility. Yeah. Sure. Maybe it's, there's a danger of reckless mismanagement and misspending. Who cares? It's not going to be an ounce of what big oil and the Koch brothers and coal and all these lobbies have or the banks. So just shut up about that. And then you got Robbins there just being like, and also personal responsibility as well as healthcare. But you know what I think that he's actually fucking right in that 
Jordan Peterson's big gripe with politics, because he's a psychologist and he's always... I was just listening to him talking about it. Yeah. He's fucking right that identity politics do fucking destroy the fabric of a society. It creates a complete us-and-them mentality. Um tribalizes people, breaks them up. Yeah, yeah, that does happen. And it just plays into people's egos, makes people petty. Yeah. It yeah. makes society much worse. And yes. the thing is, Bernie Sanders isn't above playing into identity politics, so he does need that vice president. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, you cleaned your office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The White House is looking messy. <laughs> I think I've nailed it. In fact, Finn and, and like, I'm the smartest person on wor- in the world. And when and Trump sing- dies... After he dies, the new king will be Tony Robbins, who thinks to his health system formula will probably be alive until 600 years old. <laughs> Hopefully. I, I, I think yeah. that we've covered king it. King of America. Right. I really think see you guys. Covered. Thanks for listening in, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.